Thou art worthy, Thou art worthy, O Lord, worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are. And were created, thou art worthy, thou art worthy, O Lord, worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are. And who is like unto thee, O Lord? Among the gods, who is like unto thee? You are glorious in holiness, and you are fearful in praises, always doing wonders. Father, we thank you for your wonders in our life. Mighty God, we bless your holy name, O God, for your wonders in our life, O God. Father God, because it is a wonderful thing for us to go to bed last night and then to wake up again this morning. We thank you, Lord, we bless you for your goodness, Lord, for your wonders in our life. Take all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God of heaven and earth, for your protection over us, Lord. We bless your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your provisions, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for providing for us. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for the air that we breathe, Lord. We give you praise. If we are to pay for the air that we breathe, nobody will be living now. We thank you, Lord God, for the air. We thank you, Lord God, Father God, for your preservations, Lord. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, we have come this day, O God, to share your word. Bless your word in our heart. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor be to your holy name, O Lord. I pray that these words that we hear each and every time will not stand against us on the day of judgment. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father. Glory and honor be to your holy name forever. This word of eternal life will transform us, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. The grace to heed to your word. The grace, Father, to abide by your word. Release upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor be to your holy name, O Lord. The grace to surrender totally to the will of God in our life. Father, release upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Welcome, beloved, to this morning's podcast, the podcast from Liberty Act Ministry. This podcast is called Good Morning, Jesus. Uh, We have been treating the subject of brokenness even though like i said it's not a deep teaching because uh, uh i cannot do a deep teaching in uh, 15 minutes so we're just here to exhort ourselves to share to remind ourselves to encourage ourselves in the word of god so i still continue on that um, brokenness i will be doing what i call brokenness part three today brokenness part three today Anybody that is broken is somebody who has surrendered himself totally to the will of God. You see, the prayer that I'm praying now is that God let your will be done in my life. 
even at this stage of my life. Father, it's never too late. Let your will be done in my life. And I also pray to God, whatever that will not allow your will to be done in my life, Father, remove it far from me. <laughs> so every situation that will allow the will of God, Almighty God, permit that. You see, a lot of human beings don't want to uh, pray this prayer because the will of God for them might not be what they want. You see, that's the problem human beings won't have. We want to do things on our own. Even though we claim to be working with God, we want to do things that we desire, that we like. It's not what God wants us to do. All right. So anyone that is broken has is a man that is dead in the flesh. Like I read to us in our anchor scripture, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, Paul speaking to the people. So we're going to continue with another scripture that is similar now. All right. So we are looking at First uh, Corinthians chapter 6. First Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 19. First Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 19. All right. First Corinthians 6. Some people will be wondering, this man should have opened this thing before this time. Yeah, you are very correct. Okay, right. So verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Say, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not of your own? Hmm. You are not of your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. That's a very deep scripture. It said, let's look at it. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple? Oh, okay. Let me let me take it from verse 17. Sorry about that. Verse 17 saying, for he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So, the moment you claim to be born again, you are one spirit with the Lord. Let's start from there. So, a broken vessel is one spirit with God. Somebody who claims to be born again is someone who has totally surrendered his life to God. And then you become one spirit with the Lord. So, the moment you become one spirit with the Lord, which is 17... So, verse 18 now says, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. But you flee from every sin. Every appearance of sin, you must flee. You must run away from every appearance of sin. Everything that could lead you into sin against God. You must run away from it. See, sin is sin. You see, there's no small sin, big sin. No, before God. The one who has lied and the one who has killed, they are both sinners. The one who is a drunkard, hear what I said, the one who is a drunkard is a sinner. If you are a drunkard, so don't get me wrong now, if you are a drunkard, you are a sinner in the sight of God. And the Bible says that such people will not inherit the kingdom of God. The drunkard will not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's se let's separate being a drunkard and somebody who sips. If you, because you cannot measure, you, you don't know when you'll be drunk. Unless you know when you'll be drunk. You know what to take and you will not be drunk. But if you become a habitual drinker and you, 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 you be, become a drunkard, that is somebody who is drunk all the time, 
you go for a small uh, outing, then you are drunk. The Bible says such a person will not inherit the kingdom of God. And the Bible calls such a person the foolish man. All right. Okay. So, so it now says 19 now, which is what we're going to talk about. Know you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So if you are one in the Lord, you are one with God, your body becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. And then the Holy Ghost in you helps you. Now, the fact that people have the Holy Ghost in them does not mean that you cannot sin. That's why discipline must be applied. Hear that very well. People have the Holy Ghost in them and they still sin. So you have to ask for the power and the grace to flee from sin. Power and the grace of God to flee from sin. All right. He said, for you are bought 20. He said, for you are bought with a price. So, Christ shed his blood for you. Christ shed his blood for us. So, he bought us with a price, which is blood. The blood, the only blood that was, that was accepted by God and the last blood that has been accepted by God. God does not accept any other blood apart from that pure blood of Jesus who knew no sin, who died for you and I. And he has paid the price for the sin that you will commit. Hear that? Jesus, with his blood, has paid the price for the sin that you will commit. But the Bible says that we must not continue in sin and expect that the grace of God will, will, will be made manifest in our life continuously. No. All right. So, the one who is broken is the one who surrendered himself and begins to walk in the newness of life in Christ Jesus. Once, once you, you are one with Christ, that means you are crucified with Christ. You are buried with Christ. You are one spirit with the Lord. I'm talking about brokenness now. Let's look at what we have uh, in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians 2.20. It says, Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, if you truly, you are born again. If truly you are born again and truly you surrendered your life to Christ, this is it. You be crucified with Christ. The life you live in the flesh is no longer you, but you live by the faith in the Son of God. <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, he said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave his life for me. You see now. So this is similar now to what Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. He said that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. So you are living, but the life you are living in the flesh is not of your own. But you live by the faith in the Son of God. So you live in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm still talking about brokenness. You depart. You depart. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, 19. It said, everyone that is identified with Christ must depart from iniquity, must depart from sin. So if you claim to be a Christian, then, because I told people it's not the people who go to church, all the people who go to church who are Christian. But whenever they ask anybody, what religion are you? Say, I'm a Christian. What religion are you? I'm a Muslim. 
What religion are you? I'm a Christian. No. Anybody who has not totally surrendered his life to Christ and be one spirit with Christ is not a Christian. The the disciples of Jesus were first called Christians in Antioch because the people of Antioch or the people generally there observed that they were behaving Christ-like, that they had the spirit of Christ in them. That was where the word Christian came from. In the book of Acts of the Apostles, it is there. The disciples of Jesus were first called Christians in Antioch. You can Google it. You will see it there. Because the people saw that they were living the life of Christ because they are followers of Christ. Are you a follower of Christ? Are you broken? Ask God. Ask God to break you and remove you. Ask God to give you the grace to surrender totally to him, to be one spirit with the Lord. And then things will become easy. Because God knows what you are in need of. I say to people this, if we truly surrender, if we are truly Christians, uh, we don't, a lot of things will be like, uh, I don't know how to put it, I don't know what word to use. You will not see life as any big deal, even though you want to become. But the grace of God that will be upon you, the presence, the manifest presence of God in your life will help you to become. And what you want to become is God's purpose for your life. God's will for your life. Not what you will. Not what you propose. But what God has proposed that you will be. Praise the Lord. I pray that the God of heaven and earth will help all of us, including myself, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, and bless you. Thank you, Lord God, for the great privilege to share your word. Is a privilege that you have given me to share your word with your people. I pray that your grace, yes, will rest upon your word. Your power, yes, your anointing will rest upon your word in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, oh God, that these words that we, we encourage ourselves with day in, day out will help us, Lord, even to be with you, yes, eternally in the name of Jesus Christ. Mighty God, I pray, O oh God, that the grace to abide to be one spirit with the Lord, you will release such upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, that your blood will not be shed in vain for our sake. No, no. The blood of Jesus Christ will not be shed in vain for my sake and for your sake in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, O oh God, that we will all reign with Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor be to your holy name forever. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Beloved, it's 15 minutes. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I pray that you continue to share these messages. And as you do so, the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. All right, until I come your way again on Monday, have a very wonderful testimony-filled weekend. And please stay safe. Uh, COVID-19 is still very much around. Please stay safe. And stay blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.